Hey guys, what's up? This is Carl. Hey gang, Brian. And this is The Brood Awakening, where we tell you what Mr. Z is doing with some beers. You heard? All right, so we got uh, a couple quick things today. We got three topics we're going to talk about. Boom. Let's just roll right into it. We got... The Double Dutch Rudder, which we've had before. Double Dutch is back. Nice. It was, uh, when I first started here back in January, it was like on tap for like three more weeks. More take bit. And it was my favorite beer. Cool. I loved it. So, for anyone that doesn't know what the Double Dutch Rudder is, what is it? All right. It's our base Muddy Tugger Brown Ale, uh, the honey variety. And then we got it into Scotch Barrels. Um, as always, you're picking up a lot of great barrel quality, uh, a little bit of the, the spirits and the scotch, but... Uh, I'm picking up a lot of lignin, a lot of vanilla characteristic. Okay. Yeah. So the vanilla is coming through nicely, and then um, outside of that, there's a little bit of a tannin load. This is the fourth time use on this barrel. Uh, I think moving forward, um, when we barrel age our brown, we're going into uh, bourbon barrels, and we're just going to call it the old triple Dutch rudder. Double. There you go. Yeah. So, um, I love me a good single malt scotch. I really do. Yeah. But as far as uh, barrel usage in beer, uh, bourbon's the bee's knees. So I think we'll take it in that direction moving forward. Uh, that said, like this is still a dope beer. Anything right. barrel aged is awesome. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at home, if I or not at home, if I go out buy anything and it sits in my refrigerator, it's always barrel aged. I just somehow know it's barrel aged and buy it. Man, so. Keith, Keith has an awesome relationship with the Bloms, and we just have barrel accessibility like for days. So we're getting into some barrel aged coffee beans. We've been doing its due yep. diligence as far as research, and uh, so uh, we should be kind of. Let's see between um, uh, between George at Jumble and um, the Bloms and Keith. Um, it's like yeah, a bunch of mad scientists working it's, together. It's cool, yeah. It's you no know. doubt with about you, it. With yeah. you, then with you in the back end, so, just taking everyone's stuff and. Oh, we're not taking, buddy. Like I'd like to think I contribute too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, was okay. So the first double Dutch rudder was that the one last year? Was that the first time you guys did the double Dutch rudder? Or was that like a second? I, I want to say, is this the third time we released third time? double okay. Dutch? Um, so was last year's Scotch Barrel also? Yes. So it's always been Scotch Barrel. It's always been Scotch Barrel. So then when you said we're going to switch to the bourbon, let's go be the to triple. let's triple Dutch it. Okay, for sure. I think we're going to have to make uh, Zach Mirror make a porno version too. <laughs> then if we call this the so triple we got Dutch. coffee beans. All right, so. there we go. <laughs> but awesome! I'm looking forward to it, and I think we're going to release that this weekend, right? Yeah, let's go for it. Awesome. It's ready. So it's ready to go. Why yep. not give it to the world mass? Absolutely. Why, why you keep sitting on it, right? Right. Awesome. So that that is not what we're drinking. What we're drinking is our seven-headed monster, but seven-headed with a little twist. We unfiltered it. Um, it was kind of a see two different products: the moaning and groaning, and the seven-headed. I wanted to take into uh, unfiltered uh, uh, territory. Okay. Uh, the filters, a lot of pros and cons. Uh, one of the big cons is um, it's just wildly inefficient, especially with water usage. So we want to drive that water usage rate down. Um, since we're going in with the secondary ingredient uh, in the fermenter with the dry hop, uh, running it through the filter is always kind of a concern. Uh, so you're, you're kind of losing your yield. You're, you're using a lot of water, but you're, you're not getting as much beer sure. in, in a nutshell. Okay. Um, so let's drive that water usage rate. Water is a commodity, obviously, so let's, let's try to be a little bit responsible. Yeah, for um, sure. I know it's shocking, but the, the brewing industry is not super efficient <laughs> with water. Really? We're, we're, <laughs> we're, trying to, we're, we're moving in the, direct, the right direction, I promise. So uh, when I tell people I'm hydrating with my beer with water, right. it's, I'm going to be less hydrated when I drink the seven-headed now because there's less water? Oh uh, no! It's just just running the filter in general just oh. uses a lot of water. I see. Okay. Yo, yo, we're we're not watering it down at all. But uh, I was meaning you're yo, less water out of it. Just, just yeah. as far as like 
I well, got let's you. just say cleaning process. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. That makes more sense now. For sure. Okay. Awesome. Because I so, love beer. I still don't know, understand all the processes. You've been helping me out a dude, lot. But you know man. what? In, in 20 years, uh, maybe I'll understand all the processes. All right. We'll, we'll get be, there. In 20 years, will be probably crazy how but, you'll do it from that. <laughs> but, but, uh, awesome. Yeah. So you're, you're going to, there's going to be a little bit more haziness there, but uh, you, you know what? Um, one concern as far as cons uh, with any sort of filtration pro- pro- process, whether you're finding or using a cross-flow filter or DE or whatever it may be is losing a little bit of the flavor and aroma uh, characteristics uh, of the beer, especially with a hoppy beer like this where uh, a lot of the essential oils are so volatile. Yeah. Um, like They're intense, they're awesome, but they're going to fade quickly too. So uh, uh, theoretically, uh, and I've noticed, or, or maybe it's just power of perception, I don't know, but uh, it seems like this is more flavor forward than, uh, the, unfilter- or than the filtered one. definitely got more bite to it, you Good. know, with that hoppiness to it. Because I always told people like, our IPAs weren't too bitey or too bitter, you know. They didn't have that like huge bite that a lot of people don't or love about it. This, this one definitely does. This is awesome, yeah, man. This is, this has that, like a real pleasant, sharp bitter to it, okay. but it's but it's so balanced with the uh, the sweetness on the the flip side that um, we've converted a lot of non IPA drinkers to IPAs uh, yep. with this beer. This is it's not a small one. It's seven ABV, seven yeah. seven IBU. But you know what? Um, it's it's so balanced that we're we're getting people in and um, really appreciating this. So. This is blowing up a little bit. Uh, State Fair uh, did really, really well there. Um, yep. it's, it's doing really well in the Des Moines market. Um, it's been our number one selling beer, I think, for the past couple months now, too. It's been number two to distro and number two in-house. And, and if you combine both of them, then, uh, yeah, I think it's number one. Yeah, so, total sales. For sure. Yeah, it's getting up there. This is not Bell's Too Hearted, man, but this is our Bell's Too Hearted. It's just balanced and well done, yep. like I, through and through, I, for sure. I agree with that. And then you guys bottled yesterday, or you guys spent the past two days bottling. Yes. Is, the new, is that... Is that the first bottle that's going to be unfiltered? Heard. Yep. Nice. Because I know I was sitting there drinking it yesterday, and I didn't know it was unfiltered. I was like, kind of has a different bite to it. But I was just thinking, okay, maybe it's just fresh off the press. It's just, you know, but. That too. Yeah, it tastes sure. juicier when it's off the <laughs> Dude, it tastes so good. Right One of off. my favorite things uh, to do is uh, empty the bright tank the day of or day before a yeah. bunch of products go out to distro. Yeah. So, like, literally, Ryan uh, just uh, filled up two half barrels to send to Des Moines uh, of okay. this product to. Uh, today i'm like oh man like day of product that's always cool right for yeah, sure for sure awesome so we got one more thing to talk about yeah. uh you've been we kind of took a hiatus off kombucha for a while just you know processes and just being backed up uh, being a little backed up um uh we're still not opening up to growler fills yet but right. that that will be coming up for sure uh what's on deck uh we're moving out of the ginger cardamom that that is almost finished and we're okay. getting into uh masala so that's a. Uh, that's a spice blend masala chai. Okay. Um, what is it like? I got cheat sheet here. <laughs> blah blah blah. Cardamom, cinnamon, cloves, ginger, nutmeg, black pepper. Okay. So nice. uh, we're taking it in a spicy direction. And then me and you were just talking yesterday. Yeah. We have some blood orange puree from Oregon fruit. Yeah. Um, so I think after after the masala, let's get into that. And then uh, I got yep. some cranberry uh, puree as well. And that worked great just in Thanksgiving and time. Yep, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then uh, let's spice it up a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, kombucha is great. If you're not sure really what it is, it's just basically, at the end of the day, fermented tea, uh, it, some science to it, and then, you, and then you just add some flavor to it. Um, it's, uh, if, if you're consuming uh, yogurt for the probiotics, this is like – Yogurt on, on steroids, yeah, yeah. right. It tastes For good. Sure. You can do a lot of great flavors with it. Uh, it kind of has its own unique taste to mm-hmm. it. So your first time, you're like, ooh, what, really? But then I, like, 
you kind of there's always a funkiness to it right. i mean there, there's a lot of microbes living uh in there but uh at the same time like when i open up the mother batch i usually usually get blasted in the face with like a lot of like pear yeah. sort of ester yep i get like, that there, for sure there's a lot of complexity there yep. like all the complexities of brewing with uh the funkiness of kombucha so. yeah i mean we do that at home riley uh you know kicks out five gallons every month for That's us awesome. at home and I get the same thing. So maybe one of these videos uh, we'll do a little more in depth about what kombucha sure. is, and everyone can see what a scoby looks like because that oh, thing's insane. Oh, uh, we got a, we got some nice looking scobies over yeah. there. Nice white and matty. <laughs> They're healthy. Right. Awesome. Yeah, for cool, sure. man. Awesome. Well, cool. Cheers, buddy. And uh, don't forget, we got uh, the double Dutch Rudder releasing this weekend. Uh, we got the new uh, filtered IPA. He just literally put this on the tap five minutes before we started. Yeah. So. Also, do me a favor and drink the double Dutch like as quickly as possible because our Russian Imperial Barrel Age is right behind it, Ooh. and I'm really looking forward to that Ooh. one. So, all right, shall all we right, touch cheers, our chips? Buddy. All right, guys, take it easy. I win. Yes.